0: Hey there and welcome to the Pondering Podcast. My name is Michelle, and thank you for joining me today. I hope you are all doing well and staying healthy and staying sane. Uh, And once again, I just want to give a big thank you to everyone who contributed, commented, gave me their feedback. It's amazing. I couldn't do it without you guys. I truly, truly appreciate it. Um, And that being said, today we are going to talk about mistakes. So the Pondering Podcast topic of the week was what's the biggest mistake or mistakes you feel you've made as a stepmom or bonus mom in your journey so far? And how have you moved on or learned from it? Um, I think that I can safely say that most of the valuable lessons I've learned along my stepmom journey have been learned through making mistakes, you know, just like anything else in life. But I think that when you're a stepmom and you make mistakes, you feel a little more sensitive about it than maybe you would ordinarily feel or let's say as a biological parent making mistakes. Uh, I think so many of us stepmoms put so much pressure on ourselves. So when we perceive that we've made some sort of mistake in step parenting, I think a lot of us tend to really come down on ourselves a lot harder than we would over any other situation in our lives. I think this is mainly because being a stepmom is such a complicated and sensitive role. um, And many of us have such high expectations of ourselves. And we get trapped in this loop of people-pleasing, being afraid to speak up, walking on eggshells, and keeping anger and resentment bottled up. And that can really fester if you let it. Uh, So we're all human here and we've all made mistakes. But one of the most brilliant things about making mistakes is that for the most part, we learn from them and then we can pass on that learned wisdom to other stepmoms. So they can know that they're not alone and they can see that it is possible to recover from mistakes and move forward. So that being said, let's begin with some of the comments that I got from the Pondering Nooks Facebook page. And I am going to start with Kimberly Sue. Thank you very much, Kimberly. She says, I wish I had set boundaries first and not had his children move in right away to establish my role as a parent, but can't change it now. Correct. Can't change it now. And the regrets about not setting boundaries or not setting enough boundaries is definitely a common theme in a lot of the responses I've seen. Uh, Setting boundaries with anybody is not easy, uh, much less setting them with your stepkids, especially if they're older and they're going back and forth between two two different homes. Uh, It's a really daunting task it's hard to discipline a child who you haven't been a parent to before it's awkward it's uncomfortable and i think that strange awkwardness isn't talked about that much and it should be i mean when my stepchild was young i had a really hard time just jumping in and disciplining him assigning chores enforcing things stuff like that Um, i didn't have my own biological child at that time you know, I was very inexperienced as a parent in general, so I really didn't know what to do. So there's definitely some boundaries that I wish I could have set up, but as Kimberly Sue said, you know, hindsight is 2020, and and can't really change that now. So now we are going to move on to Crystal. Thank you very much for your comment, Crystal. She says... The attachment that I made, therefore making the emotions of everything so intense. I took, and I still do some days, everything so personally. I regret attaching myself so intensely to these children as a bonus mom that every single thing became a festering wound, every forgotten text, or every dinner chosen with the bio mom every bad grade, every fight. I let everything become too much, too big. My mistake was holding on too tight and forgetting that they were meant as a bonus in my life too, which meant in addition to my life, not my whole life. Us bonus parents really have to care for ourselves too. I love them, I focus on their moments too, but now I've added my moments. Oh, I love this. I love this. Yes, we really do have to take care of ourselves too. Thank you so much, Crystal, for that. Um, The big emotions, the desperation to be involved, to be there, to be the perfect stepmom, and taking on so much until it just becomes too much. Not knowing when to step back and take care of yourself because maybe you feel like you need to be taking care of everything. You know, I've been there and I know so many of you have also been there. And as Crystal says, holding on too tight and letting all of this stuff consume her life was just, it was overwhelming. You know, and this is definitely a warning, um, perhaps to new stepmoms to really have a space in your life where you have something just for yourself and you're not just catering to everyone as a stepmom 24-7. Leave space for yourself or you are going to lose your mind. And moving on to Shannon's comment. Thank you, Shannon. She says, I wish I started going to therapy sooner or found a support group for stepmoms right away. I tried too hard in the beginning to be the perfect stepmom and fill a role that wasn't for me to fill. So now I've created resistance to the relationship with my stepson because no boundaries were set in the beginning and I don't have a healthy outlet to share my frustrations. Okay. So once again, we've got issues here with feeling like there were no boundaries set up in the beginning. There's resentment, there's frustration. And as Shannon says, she tried so hard to be perfect in the beginning, you know, and it just, it was too difficult. Uh, going to therapy can be so helpful. And if you are really truly struggling and you don't see a solution, you might want to consider that. Shannon expresses that she wishes she had started going to therapy sooner. So keep it in mind if you're not already doing that. I didn't go for a long time because I thought it would cost money to go see a counselor or a therapist. And then I actually found out that my insurance covered like 26 free visits see a counselor. So some of you out there might have insurance that could actually cover it for a fair amount of visits. So you can at least talk to somebody. Okay. I am going to move on to some more comments on my Facebook page. Be right back. Okay, next comment is from Chelsea. Chelsea Bailey, thank you very much. She says, Finding a healthy outlet or support group for my frustrations sooner. Underestimating how controlling and difficult the mother could be. Not saving enough money to help with legal fees because the battle is never ending three and a half years and still going. I have moved on and learned by finding support groups and keeping a journal to help me get out frustrations instead of holding on to them. Now that I've accepted that everything will be difficult when it comes to the birth mother, it's somehow easier. I guess you can't be caught off guard when you expect the worst of someone and they consistently deliver. It allows me and my husband to be prepared emotionally. As far as the finances, if we had known three and a half years would go by and the battle would still be going, we would have saved a lot more in the beginning. Now we just stick to a strict budget to make it through. Wow. All right. So Chelsea wishes that she had found a support group sooner or some way to express her feelings in a more healthy way, which is great advice. Uh, to newer stepmoms. It sounds like she had a lot of stress going on with the bio mom and financial stuff, court and legal fees. All of that is incredibly stressful and a huge burden to bear. Uh, Having a difficult relationship with the biological mother does not help. And that adds a particular strain that really can just eat away at you, especially over time. So I'm really sorry you're dealing with that, Chelsea, but I really appreciate your comment. Um, I also have a comment here from Teresa, and she basically said that she wished, she wished she never responded to a private message from the bio mom in the very beginning. Um, I don't have all the details on that one, but it sounds like she got wrapped up in some drama and regrets engaging with the bio mom. Which I totally understand. And obviously looking back, she probably feels she could have done something different or not engaged at all. But obviously she's learned. And, you know, relationships with the bio moms can be so complicated. Um, In the beginning, you might want to be friends with them or try to engage. And I would just... uh, My advice would be... In the beginning, to be cautiously civil and friendly until you know more about the person. Um, I would never advise a stepmom to be rude to a biological mother. I would just advise, especially in the beginning, until you have more information, to be very cautious about jumping into an intense relationship or friendship with the bio mom or think that you'll be best friends right away. Um, of course, there are many stepmoms and bio moms that do get along wonderfully and sometimes right away, but much of the time that kind of relationship takes years and years of effort and work. Okay, I am going to scoot on over to my private messages. I do have some anonymous messages that were sent to me that I'm going to read to you guys. And first of all, I'm going to break for a little commercial, and I'll be right back. Okay, I am back, and here is our first anonymous comment from a stepmom who says one of the biggest mistakes i've made in my journey as a stepmom was trying to make my relationship with the bio mom into something it's not my partner's ex did not talk to or really acknowledge me for the first couple of years we were together i'm an insecure person in general so once some communication began between us i felt a strong need to get her approval and become her friend turns out she was manipulative, entitled, and conflict-driven, just like my partner told me she was. A big lesson I learned is that the bio mom's words and actions really have nothing to do with me. It's how she is feeling about herself at the time and old grievances she has with my partner. Remember that your relationship with her is not a reflection of you as a person. Engage with the bio mom as far as you feel comfortable and don't get discouraged if you need to step back and set some new boundaries. This leads me to the next one. Don't try to be the band-aid between your partner and his ex. There are certain things that, as co-parents, they need to work on together. I thought that by taking over communication with the bio mom or assuming responsibility for certain things, I was helping. In reality, feeling like I was in control just gave me a temporary sense of calm, then it blew up in my face later. Trying to be the middleman really just served to give the bio mom fuel to accuse my partner of being lazy and irresponsible. This was a hard one for me, but it's becoming easier. I am still learning to step back and let my partner take care of certain things, and that I can support him without interfering with his co-parenting role. The last mistake I will share is this, allowing myself to become so consumed with jealousy of the relationship my partner had with his ex, all the firsts, like marriage, kids, buying a home together, it was and is such a waste of time and energy. This one is so, so hard. Instinctively and biologically, we feel pitted against her and the past. There is no way to completely avoid these feelings. But I try to remember that the simple fact is, they are not together anymore. My partner has chosen to be with me and make a life with me. That's what matters. The present, not the past... And trust me on this one, men give the past a lot less weight than we do. Not to mention the bio mom likely feels as threatened and insecure as I do by her. I try to have some empathy there when I can, rather than toxic feelings of jealousy and rivalry. So this lovely stepmom is expressing how she kind of wishes that she hadn't done so much or tried so hard, uh, especially trying to be friends with the bio mom or to care about what everyone thinks of her and trying to fix things all the time, like your partner's relationship with his ex. Um... I think that so many of us stepmoms are natural helpers, fixers, and peacemakers. And what we don't realize until it's too late is that in our efforts to make everything go smoother, we sometimes end up losing our sanity and ourselves. And as we've talked about so many times on the show before... If you are the type of person who is a doer or someone who likes to be in control, and you're also a stepmom, it can be very, very hard to step back. Um, So this stepmom has learned to let her partner take care of things more and try to let things go more. She also had some uh, jealousy triggers in regards to her partner and his ex, which she regrets wrapping her head around so much and wasting her time and energy, which I think so many of us can relate to. Moving on and letting go is basically the mantra of stepmoms everywhere. But as we all know, it's so much easier said than done. And that's why I want to hear from stepmoms who have been through it. Because unless you've been through it, you can't you know, learn and you can't pass it on to other stepmoms who are struggling right now. Okay, I have another anonymous message here from a stepmom who says, anonymous response, my biggest mistake, thinking I had to be involved in everything in order to support my husband. I could have just supported his decisions and been there for him emotionally. It's hard when you can see things as an outsider and you want to help and also feel like an insider, (laughs) but just have to let them happen. I became enmeshed and now I have trouble disengaging, but it is necessary. So she is also struggling with throwing herself into situations and getting over-involved and then having a hard time disengaging which I think all of us go through. And the last anonymous response on my Facebook page I have here says, Hello, I'm responding to your question about my biggest mistake. My biggest mistake was being 100% clueless about the role, influence, control, and effect the bio mom would have on my life. Um, That I would have to work so hard to stay somewhat sane. My fiancé said, hey, I have four kids when we met. Not, hey, my ex-wife hates me and is crazy and will resent you. I don't think either of us gave it a single thought when we met. Loving the kids has been easy. Being punished for it was unexpected. I often feel there are three people in this relationship. So in summary, my biggest mistake was not realizing what a role the bio mom has in your life. No one tells you. Uh, yeah, many stepmoms really go into this role with some expectations that it will be difficult, but so much of the time it turns out to be this huge avalanche of drama that you just did not see coming. Um, I also think that if a lot of us knew the drama that was going to happen in the future when we first started out, we might have turned around and run the other way. So perhaps uh, sometimes ignorance is bliss at times. But, you know, when you're dealing with it, uh, you wonder why you are there and you do wish you could just run away. I totally get it. In these kinds of situations where parents have broken up, gotten divorced and there's intense animosity involved it's really tough and as humans we don't always know how we are going to react in situations we don't know what emotions are going to creep up on us and so many of us simply can't control these emotions and these relationships between stepmoms bio moms co-parents and everything is riddled with these, you know, hidden emotional landmines. And then you add the kids into these situations and you pretty much need to buckle up and expect the unexpected always. Okay. I'm going to wrap things up soon, but first I'm going to head on over to the Pondering Nooks Instagram page for some more comments. I'm over here on my Instagram page and the first comment I'm going to read is from Caitlin. Thank you, Caitlin. She says, I spent way too much time thinking about their bio mom and trying to understand her motives. It doesn't make sense because it's not what a normal person would do. I thought I was really jealous for a while and I couldn't understand why because I was happily married. Even though she married into a better situation financially, the same behaviors are starting to repeat themselves. I realize she has nothing that I want and I am mostly jealous because regardless of what I do, even though I have a great relationship with my three stepdaughters, she will always be their mom regardless of how she treats them. My husband has to remind me all of the time that she can't put on a show forever and probably realizes what a good mom family looks like and the kids are happy with us. Thank you very much again. Um, So she's struggling with being caught up in what's going on with the bio mom perhaps feeling some jealousy, um, or just really overly focused on what's going on with the bio moms world, which is a very common trap for step moms. All right. I also got a comment here from Heather. Thank you, Heather, Heather Siegel, who has actually written a book that's coming out in April that I'm going to be promoting on my page. um, Heather says, I regret over small things, taking the stepchildren's hurt feelings too seriously and sitting down with them to understand more and to make them feel better. Whereas with my biological kid, I exhibited more of a tough love attitude. The reason I regret the wrong, the long talks about these feelings is because they weren't necessary and linger in my mind as a negative memory. Even if the intention was good, I don't know how the kids who are now adults remember them. But now that I am an experienced parent, I wasn't back then. I see I should have brushed off most of it and not have tried to overcompensate. Yes. Um... I'm definitely relating there with Heather. I understand how she feels she may have dedicated too much time and energy as far as her stepkids and then treating her biological child differently and with more of a tough attitude. Sometimes it's hard to not be softer on your stepchildren because of whatever reasons or situations, family dynamics you're dealing with. Uh, You might feel like you need to overcompensate. Again, this is a good lesson for newer stepmoms, especially to be mindful of where you're giving away your time and energy and to really pick those moments that you give your energy to. Um, I also got a comment from Melissa. Thank you, Melissa. She was talking about how she's had trouble with the bio mom for about 10 years. Um, Crazy, irrational behavior. Going on there. Um, and another comment from Lexi. Thank you, Lexi. Lexi says, Doing too much at the beginning in effort to fill in gaps, bio mom left. When it became overwhelming, and I decided to set boundaries for my own self-care. For my spouse, it felt like I no longer wanted his child around. Boundaries around my role up front would have prevented some unnecessary hurt feelings and misunderstandings. Yes. So Lexi feels like she did way too much in the beginning trying to overcompensate. Um, it sounds like perhaps there was an absent bio mother. I'm not sure. And this is a totally normal thing that I can relate to where she says she should have set up firm boundaries in the beginning, especially for her own self-care. You know, relationships are confusing for everyone and there's always going to be things we think we should have done looking back. Um, A lot of the time, the things we perceive as mistakes were just more like uninformed decisions because you simply didn't have the knowledge or experience at the time to know better and you did what you could at the time with what you had and now what we have is a lot of wisdom and a lot of lessons that we can pay forward to other stepmoms and to one another as a community a community of women who work hard, make mistakes, learn from them and share what we've learned. All right. So one last comment I'm going to read here was an anonymous comment sent to the Pondering Nook's Instagram page. Here we go. She says, my biggest regret is letting my differences with the bio mom affect my relationship with my stepkids. If it's been a challenging time with her, I find that I pull back from them. I think it's fear of what might be said about me or reported back. It's almost created a paranoia as as the stepdaughter has been caught telling the bio mom made up stories about me. It's hurtful, and sometimes it's just as easier to retreat. Just easier to retreat. I'd love to have a good relationship with my stepdaughter. The trust just isn't there. Yeah. Okay, so what I told this stepmom in my response was that the one thing that really helped me, and it seems like a small thing, but it's really not, was that one day I just stopped commenting whenever the biological parent was mentioned or brought up. No matter what the subject was, whether it was positive or negative, I really just didn't say much one way or the other. Um, Sometimes one of the hardest things that you can do is say nothing. And this is especially important when you're dealing with a situation where you've got loyalty binds between a stepchild and a bio mother. uh, When there's a lot of drama going back and forth. Things being said that perhaps are not positive or productive. And sometimes it's really just best to say nothing. Nothing. Um, I mean, you can acknowledge that you're listening when your stepchild tells you things, but you don't need to give your opinion or necessarily comment. And I luckily have friends that I can turn around and call or text or vent to. Um, If you have a therapist, that works too. Or journaling, keeping a journal, Um, but not saying stuff in front of the stepkids really helps a lot. And it takes a lot of effort, more than people realize. So try to focus on creating positive relationships with your stepkids the best you can without saying anything negative, even if the bio mom is saying negative things about you. Because trust me, one day the kids will remember who said the negative things. And if you've already said negative things in the past, that's okay. That's done. But moving forward... And trying to change that pattern is important. And if the relationship with your stepchild or stepchildren is still impossible and difficult because of their relationship with their bio mom, then it is what it is. You know, the best you can do is try to be a more healthy influence when you do interact with them um, and try to be a healthy example to them as a parent. Uh, Maybe more so than they're getting in the other home. So yeah. All right, guys, I thank you so much for all your comments and your feedback and your sharing of things that are absolutely, you know, vulnerable. Um, I'm really honored to be here and for all of you to interact with me. I can't describe how awesome it is. I'm really loving doing this podcast and I hope you guys are too. You can find me always at The Pondering Nook, uh, www.theponderingnook.com. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, Pinterest, and yeah, all that stuff. So hang in there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I hope you were able to get something out of it. And I will be back next week. Have a wonderful day, night, morning, lunch break, glass of wine, <laughs> whatever's going on right now. All right, I'll talk at you guys later. Bye.